Hey guys, welcome to number 83 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Uh, I know the audio quality probably sounds different. I have been having some tech issues today. My microphone currently is not working. Don't know what's going on there. So we're going to have to record with the built-in microphone on my computer. But uh, again, sorry about that. But, but we, we got to go with the flow here as a, you know, we are uh, just a little, um, you know, for, as I'm recording this, 48 minutes away from action with the Wizards and the Cavaliers. So we're going to be previewing that game and also be recapping the Wizards versus Bucks game. You guys are probably thinking, Chase, why are you doing all of this and you know not like you know you're not giving a full recap i'm sorry i've just been really busy recently trying to do a lot of different things for this podcast so i you know just hanging with me here we're having a big something really big coming on the podcast soon you guys do have to stay tuned for that but that is why i haven't been really doing a lot of recaps just really previews and then a mini recap in that preview as well just because i've been doing so much guys i'm I'm doing i did something really big and i'm gonna gonna post it later on this week so please stay tuned for that that's really what i have been focusing on but i will be giving a recap for this uh, Cavaliers game and just previews, we're gonna start getting back on track. But I, I was, do- I was doing a lot of things for this podcast, so that was why, you know, I wasn't, you know, doing that. We are looking to hit a view mark though, starting November twelfth. And I gotta say, you guys, you guys nailed it. I, I don't know what happened the other night, but we gained the most views you ever had. Like we gained over a hundred views in a day. It was truly remarkable. I, as soon as I checked my views, it kept going up. I'm not sure who told someone or how it happened, but this podcast has been blowing up. I really do appreciate it. Subscribe, follow, share, view. We are looking at even more view marks. So again, please subscribe, follow, share, view, so we can, you know, hit these view marks that we are trying to set. You know, I think this one's going to be a pretty big one, but I know we can hit it. Oh, you know, one set does start on November 12th. We're going to get into this immediately, though. We have a lot to break down and. You know, we're not going to have a 40-minute episode. So, you know, we, 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 have, we have only have a certain amount of time. But, you know, we will start with the recap with the Washington Wizards against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Wizards ended up winning the game by seven. And, I mean, great win. I mean, I was really – I know the Bucks had injuries. And that is why, actually, three of their good players out. Dante DiVincenzo, Chris Middleton, and Brooke Lopez all out for the game. So, duh, that's why the Bucks have been struggling a little bit this season. But that's not taking away anything of how the Wizards played. You know what they did? They played a good game plan against a team that just won the NBA championship. That's, that's, that's you know, you, you got to acknowledge that. Yeah, they shut down Giannis. Say what you want to say. They shut down Giannis from the three and from the free throw line. They let him get to the rim and then just fouled him right there. The points that he did get at the rim, he uh, was still good. But when when Giannis has a, a negative plus minus, it's really hard for the Bucks to win, especially when they're missing three of their key players, or I should say starters. Or maybe Dante's even tried to win some starting, but he's a starter caliber player, you know. When you're missing three key players like that, it's really hard for a team to win. And the Wizards still got the job done, mainly due to shutting down Giannis from the uh, three-point line and also forcing him to go to the free-throw line as well. And I think what they honestly did is they shut down Giannis uh, a lot from, you know, getting a lot of opportunities from the rim. They didn't let Bobby Porter do much. One of their best players, not a lot of their players are out. They didn't let Drew Holiday do much. Sure, you could say, okay, they, they, Grayson Allen did good. Oh, you know what? That's why the Wizards won, because they would rather Grayson Allen do good than Giannis Antetokounmpo do good. 
there's a difference here. And that's just good game planning. And, you know, and, and you know, I've, I've talked to multiple people about this. This is what Wes Unser Jr. does best. This is really, I mean, his preparation for a game. And, you know, and, you know it's just, and, you know, the, the thing that coming up, where you're going to hear something about the Wes Unser Jr. in there, uh, the, the thing coming up that I have been working on that I'm going to post later this week. But I just, Wes, what Wes Unser Jr. does really well is preparing for the game. He just gets out there and he's completely prepared for whatever he's about to play. And you know what? He was prepared for this basketball game. He saw this Bucks team. He saw what they could do. And he said, let's shut down Giannis. Let's let Grayson Allen beat us. And you know what? They did. And you know what happened? Grayson Allen didn't beat the Washington Wizards. You know what actually happened? The Wizards got their seventh win of the year. And now are up to a 70% winning percentage this season. That is exactly how you come out and play a basketball game. I don't care that there were injuries. You came out of that basketball game saying, I just beat the defending NBA champions by shutting down their best player. I don't care he had 29 points. He had three turnovers. He was a minus six, was 0-4 from the three-point line, and 5-12 from the free throw line. You shut him down. I mean, you shut him down, period. He shot under 50% of the field as well, even though it's still really close. But I mean, you shut him down, I think, in my opinion. At least for most of the game. They really shut him down. And they're like, Grayson Allen beat him, and it didn't work. And, and, I mean, it didn't work for Milwaukee, and it worked for Washington. And also, just a well-rounded game. And it tells you some how, how much depth the Wizards have. If either Bradley Beal or Spencer Dimity weren't doing good for the Wizards last season, then the, the team would do good. Now the second option is Spencer Dinwiddie. He only has to have six points, and the Wizards can still win. He shot two of eight from the field as well. Not a great game for him, but he had six points and hit the oh, and hit the the the, the three pointer to ice the game. He literally did. It doesn't matter. Bradley Beal is usually always going to show up, and if they don't, you got Daniel Gafford, Kyle Kuzma, Montrose Harrell playing great. I do not even care that Denny Ozzie only had three points and shot one from three from the field. You guys have no idea if you didn't watch this game how good Denny Ozzie was. That huge block in the fourth, in the late in the fourth quarter, huge, big time, right? Oh, unbelievable defense guarding multiple players in Milwaukee. Danny Avdi, in my opinion, if they handed out a game ball, should have got the game ball. He was absolutely unbelievable. Just a well-rounded game. The Wizards have so much talent. Again, these are games that Hal Meadow did absolutely nothing, and Spencer Dinwiddie did absolutely nothing except for the ice in three. I mean, for for three quarters and 11 and a half minutes, Spencer Dinwiddie was shut down. But in the final 30 seconds, they needed him and got the job done. The Wizards have so much depth, they have so much talent, and that's why they were able to get these wins against really good teams. You might say, well, chase the Bucks of injuries if we're also 4-5 going into the game. You know, you never know in the NBA. It doesn't matter if you're a defending champion. You're not always a good team. You're right. Fine. If you want to go by record, then let's see what they can do tonight against these 7-4 Cleveland Cavaliers. And we are going to start previewing that game. As you as you always know, if you guys listen to my podcast, we always start off with the injuries, Tom. Thomas Bryant still out till December, recovering from that ECL injury. Rui Hachimura still out. Cassius Winston is still out with the hamstring injury. And Davis Bertans is still out on a week-to-week injury. For the Cavaliers, Kevin Love's out. Laurie Markinen's out. Isaac Okoro's out. And Kyle Kuzma's out. Those are really big losses for the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, I mean this Cleveland Cavaliers, period. I mean, those are really good players right there. And it really changes up the starting lineup a lot. For the Cavaliers, we'll start with the Wizards, though. Spencer Dinwiddie, Bradley Beal, Contavious Cotterwell, Pope, Kyle Kuzma, and Daniel Gaffer will be the first five on the floor for the Wizards. For the Cavaliers, it's going to be Ricky Rubio, Dan, uh, Darius Garland, Dean Wade, Evan Mobley, and Jarrett Allen. 
You know, I mean, obviously, you're missing. I'm not sure. You know, it depends. They start Kevin Love every now and then. They probably start at least one of Isaac Okoro or Lori Markin. And they definitely start Colin Sexton. So they're missing some key players to their team, right? I mean, they're missing a lot of key players. And, you know, it's going to be really tough for them to win, you know, because of that, right? And because we go to my uh, prediction to start off. I got the Wizards winning 127 to 126, a very, very tight game. And as we, as you guys always know, we do multiple segments, so I can describe why I do think that happened, uh, why I do think the Wizards will win. And the most important one describing that is Coburn's catch. My Coburn's catch for today's game, I think the Wizards are going to win because – they're all their point guards, all their shooting guards, all their small forwards are going to outplay the cap, uh, all the Cavaliers point guards, shooting guards, and small forwards. You know why? Because Isaac Okoro is missing, and because Kev, uh, uh, not Kevin, Colin Sexton is missing for, uh, through the one through three. That is going to be so important. Um, you know, and he, those guys are going to be out. Bradley Beal is going to be playing out of his mind tonight. He's going to have over thirty-five points. Just let's put a period on that. Uh, yeah, he, he's just going to be playing out of his mind. And he's going against, besides Darius Garland, I mean, is there any really good defensive player in the Cavaliers at the guard position, or at least that can, you know, stick up with Bradley Beal and be fast enough? I mean, you could say Evan Mobley, but then the paint would be wide open. You have, uh, I mean, you could say they have Jared Allen, but they kick it out for three. Like, they don't have, besides Darius Garland, they don't have any good perimeter defenders. So, I, 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 Bradley Beal is absolutely going to just be unbelievable, uh, unless Darius Garland guards him the entire game. And But the Wizards still have great ball movement, right? And, you know, they could still do that. I do think Daniel Gaffer will struggle, though, and he will be outplayed by Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. And this is one of the reasons why I do think the game will be close. Jared Allen is a really talented center, and so is Evan Mobley. We talked a lot about Evan Mobley in my NBA draft videos early on in my podcast. If you guys haven't listened to those, I'd recommend going back. Uh, you know, listening to those draft, draft episodes are always fun, even if it's years after the draft, you know, and Jared Allen's obviously, we all know, is a great run protector. So, you know, it's going to be really hard, um, and not only for that, but the Wizards don't have great perimeter defenders either. And Darius Garland, he knows he's going to have to step up for the Cavaliers to stay in this game, and I do think Darius Garland will be, uh, uh, have a great game. He'll be have over 25 points. He'll be one of the most reliable scorers on the floor, but with Sexton out, I mean, they the, the Wizards, the Wizards, honestly, if, if the Wizards are going to win, the, the Wizards are, if they're going to lose, the Wizards are going to lose it for themselves. The Cavs aren't going to beat them, the Wizards are going to lose, if that makes sense, if they do end up losing. But I do think Washington will win. When we look at spread time, it's Wizards minus three, Cavaliers plus three, and the over-under is 209. I am picking the Cavaliers for that game if I did, and the over-under, 209. I would pick the over, and I know usually these kind of games are lower scoring. I have a lot of scoring in this game. You guys saw 127, 126. Again, that's a a lot of scoring, so I would pick the over definitely. My spread, I would have Wizards minus two and a half, probably about the same thing. Still pick Cleveland for that. And my over under, I'd have a lot more, um, 225, and I'd still pick the over on that. But I do think the they think the Wizards would score that much more points than the Cavaliers. Like, I think they're thinking the Wizards are going to score like 130, right? And the Cavs score like 100, and like that would be around 225. So, uh, you know, people. So, I, I do think if I was a betting company, that would be my spread. If we, when we look at fantasy outlook, I think Bradley Beal, 50 to 60 fantasy points. Darius Garland, 45 to 50. Spencer Dimity, 40 to 45. Jared Allen, 35 to 40. Evan Mobley, 30 to 35. And Kyle Kuzma, 25 to 30. You know, I, I think I was, you know, a lot of 
like this is a game like a lot of fast-paced teams like the Cavaliers, like the Wizards. These are the kind of uh, that you love fantasy players from these two teams, right? And you know, I think they both have a lot of reliable options if you're doing daily fantasy from this game. So if you're doing daily fantasy, I'd recommend picking up at least one of the players that I just mentioned because I do think all those players are going to play really fast, are going to play a really fast pace like their teams do, and are also going to have a, a really good in the stat sheet and just in general on the floor as well. Um, Chase, you know, the new segment, I call it the new segment. We've had it almost for, we've had it for weeks now. But, you know, I like to still like calling it the new segment. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? Well, Wizards according to ESPN.com, I have a 51.9% chance. Uh, I, I think it's a period. You know, in case you guys don't know, period means, you know, like, I, 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 I agree with that. You know, question marks like, eh, kind of disagree with that. And exclamation points like, what are you thinking? So, you know, I put a period there. Both teams are really good and talented, but... I, I would I, I do have the Wizards winning by a little bit, and I do have them winning my spread by a little bit. So I just give them the edge by a little bit, um, you know, in, in this game. And I do think it's really important. I think, though, giving them a, almost a 52% chance is really fair, considering we don't know who Cleveland is yet. You know, they're 7-4. and four. They've had a lot of injuries as well. But they're also at Cleveland, and we saw what they've done since LeBron James left. So, you know, we, we still don't know. I think the Wizards are going to win this game. I think it's going to be closer than people expect. I do have them only winning by one. Even though the spread is minus three, I still think people think the Wizards are going to win this game by, like, double digits. I don't think that's going to happen. They're only going to win by one. But I think 52% chance in favor of the Wizards is definitely reasonable. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did subscribe, follow, share, review. We are on the road to... No, 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 no. I call myself, guys. We are on the road to a new view mark on November 12th. Yes, we are still hit as many views as we can before that i had a number set but now i just switched it because we gained a lot of views again on that one day gained over 100 since then that we have been haven't got as many plays uh subscribe follow share view let's get more views you know on the channel sorry i couldn't get my microphone today uh for some reason i was really trying a lot with it couldn't get to work today that's fine you know hopefully you guys could still hear me all right though on this you know on, the, on this podcast today and again i had i did um record something that i have been working on a lot with someone else so um, you know, I, I would, uh, that's going to be out later this week. So please subscribe, follow, share, if you tune in for that, that's going to be coming later this week. And you guys do not want to miss that. I had some great conversations, you know, with this guy. So yeah, hope you guys did enjoy. And of course, I'll see you next time. Peace.